0: Welcome back, everyone, to the PuttCraft Podcast. My name is Reed Nelson. Today, we will be unveiling something new, our standings. And if it seems as though we're adding new things and changing things around constantly, we are. And, uh, you know, we're trying to see what fits. We're trying to see what works, uh, what we want to continue doing, what we don't want to continue doing. And the standings and I'll explain in a little bit, uh, felt like a logical um, <clears throat> conclusion to the end of our first PuttCraft season. Now, a season of PuttCraft, uh, our league year, quote-unquote, goes from April 1st to March 31st, and while not totally relevant right now, will make a lot more sense in the future when we start doing major tournaments and national tournaments, etc. And... Then you know we we decided and 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 matt Matt Rolstead brought this up to me uh you know in 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 some way essentially, hey, do you want me to put together some f- form of a yearly standing and I said, yes, that would be awesome and in doing that, uh which I'll reveal, I'm just gonna reveal the top ten here in a little bit i'll post I'll post the whole list on Instagram. It's every single player that that's played in Putcraft so far is on the standings. In doing that, we also decided to tweak the MCGs so that instead of going back a full year, they only go back six months. So the MCGs are more of a look um, at how players have been doing recently. The player rankings are kind of my opinion, my brain on who the best players are. Again, the MCGs are computer-generated, which is nice. We could go back the last six months with a computer-generated score, Um, The player rankings are are my rankings, so there's a lot of bias in there, which I've talked about in the past. We don't need to go all the way back onto that right now. And then the standings are exactly what they sound like. They're the standings. And one thing that Matt and I chatted about is we wanted to reward participation. Now, not fully. You're not going to get first place just by coming to every single event you still need to perform in those events but it will help you if you come to more events okay so and um I should have mentioned this earlier. Matt Rolsted's coming on at the end of this podcast to explain a little bit of what he was thinking when, when, um, when we made up the standings, which we're going to just call them the standings from now on, um, player rankings, MCG's standings, and that is essentially uh, that every th- I, th- I think it's one every one out of every four events can drop off. Of your stats, if you either perform poorly or miss the event, so it doesn't punish you. Now, showing up and playing in four straight events is going to give you the best chance because you'll be able to take your lowest performing event and drop it off. Showing up to three out of a four events is is not going to hurt you um, because the one event that you miss, you'll be able to drop off as well. So, and I'll read out the top ten, and it it it'll it helps kind of explain why I think this is beneficial and or why I think the standings are, are great. And that's Jason Peterson. Okay, Jason Peterson comes in in ninth in the standings. Now, Jason Peterson has played in 10 of 11 Puttcraft events. And while he doesn't have a top five finish yet, he'll have one soon. I, I feel it. He is in the top 10 of the player standings just because of the sheer number of times that he has showed up to an event. Now, 10 is Ritter Lincoln, Ritter Lincoln, excuse me. Nine is Jason Peterson, again, who, who leads all of Puttcraft in events at 10. Matt Rolsted is an 8, is an 8th. Now, here's the thing. Matt Rolstead went has played in three events. Jason Peterson has played in 10 events, okay? Matt Rolstead is in front of Jason Peterson because of his performance. He went 5th place, 2nd place, 2nd place, right? So Matt Rolstead is three for three on top five performances. Jason Peterson's played in 10 events, no top five performances, and is just behind Matt in the standings. So I think it's a really, really, really good mix of performance and attendance. Seven is Daryl Humminy, Sixth is Joe Holm. Fifth is Anthony Dunkel. Fourth is Brady Storhoff. Third is Robin Schwartzman. Two is Tom Loftus. One is Sean Brown. The other thing that I really, really like about the standings is that, like all standings in sports, I think, besides the old BCS model for college football, you'll know where you stand, right? You'll know that if you place 4th or 3rd or 2nd or 5th or ninth or 12th, you'll be able to climb in the standings, this is not a secret algorithm or a secret formula. This will be very out there, very transparent. So you'll know, you know, let's say, let's say Sean and Tom are going down to the wire and there's only two events left. Tom might know, hey, I, I need to finish in first place, and Sean needs to finish in third or worst in these last two events for me to overtake him in the standings. Whereas Sean might say, well, I just need to get second in this one event and I'm and I'm the winner, right? So, and then this is sort of a, a fine line as well with, with golf, with NASCAR, with tennis. Um, those are kind of the big three that I can think of off the top of my head, right? NFL has a championship game. NBA, NHL, MLB have championship series, right? We just saw it in the NFL. The four seeds played against each other and the Rams won. we the... Did the Rams have the best season? Not necessarily, but they won the Super Bowl and they're the champions, right? In in golf, there's this weird like the majors. It's the four majors, right? And people, I mean, respectfully, nobody. And I may be speaking out a term here. Turn. I may be speaking out of turn here, but I don't know. I couldn't name a single FedEx Cup winner. Not one. Okay. And this is sort of like the FedEx Cup, right? Now we're not the PGA, right? And we eventually will have majors. But we needed to put something in place that says I won the year. Okay? And spoiler alert, Sean Brown's going to win this year. He he's he's in first by a lot. And <sighs> I I think there is a a major benefit to having this in place right now, because I think for the year 2022, this is the championship, right? The Puttcraft standings are the championship, okay? We don't have majors yet. We don't have a national tournament yet. We will eventually. And then, you know, the market kind of gets to decide what's the... What's the championship, right? Like I think the winner of the Masters, the PGA, is 10x more important than whoever wins the FedEx Cup. Now, is the FedEx Cup a more holistic view of the whole season of who is the best golfer? Absolutely, right? You can play in the Masters, win it, and not play in a single other event. But me here in St. Paul, Minnesota, will view you as a better golfer than whoever wins the FedEx Cup, right? And that's sort of the weird, like, you know, balance that we need to strike right now um, with Puttcraft, especially because considering right now, it's just a regional thing. It's just Minnesota. It's not always going to be the case. But for now, it's just regional. Okay, so this is the Super Bowl, if you will, the standings. The MCGs and the rankings are more of just a nice thing to look at, a nice thing to, you know, kind of a bragging rights, if you will. Um, They don't, you know, mean as much as the standings mean. And then, you know, top, top five finishes are important, wins are important, and eventually majors are going to be important too. Then we're going to sprinkle in match play events and team play events and, and you know, it, it'll... That's kind of the beauty of it. I, I think it's cool. Like I love that the NFL and MLB and all these other leagues come to one winner. I like that you can kind of view golf and tennis and 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 NASCAR a, a little bit differently, you know. And that's my favorite part of of these standings is that it is it's just another tool that we get to use for the Puttcraft experience. And huge shout out to Matt for putting this together. Um, he went all the way down to 71st place. And we have about 10 people tied for 71st place. And I'm going to post them all. I'm going to post uh, 20 players per page on, on an Instagram thing or on an Instagram post. And, and, and again, these are the standings that this is, this is how we determine the best player in putcraft for the year. and, you know, I one can only hope that, um, well, we'll save that for later. Okay, so next week, just a couple of house cleaning, um, uh, things. I don't know why, where did the term house cleaning come from, but, but I, well, we've all heard it. I think you know what I mean. Um, March 5th, Moose Mountain. Next week, I'm going to do a full breakdown of all 18 holes it's going to be a blast if you haven't gotten out there to play it yet i would definitely recommend it um it is it's a tricky course i've decided i've locked it in we are going to cut it off at 16 okay now we may not get to 16 it's a saturday afternoon it's at moa it's you know we'll see but we are cutting it off at 16 um so for all of you out there who who are thinking about registering day of i I love that normally but for this event it's just a little bit tricky um be, be, because of a lot of things that I'll talk about next week I talked about some of them last week so we are gonna cut them off at 16 four groups of four I will sell out the event then so when we get to 16 I'm gonna sell it out we're not we're not even halfway there yet just so you know um, next week I'll, 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 break down, um, each hole one to 18, uh, uh Matt Rolstead's coming on in a, in a bit to talk about both the new and improved and the fifth edition of the MCGs, which he revealed on the podcast and, um, his kind of thinking behind the standings and that's all for now. So um, we will return next week with a full breakdown of Moose Mountain. Um, appreciate you all very much, and uh, here's Matt Rolston. All right, Puttcraft Nation, I am here with Matt Rolsted. Matt, how are you doing today?
1: Oh, I'm surviving, but you know
0: it is what it is. Good, good, good. Survival is good. Uh, it's a beautiful day out here in Minnesota. We haven't had many of these in the last couple of months, but uh, feeling like mini golf season. Well, a mini golf season officially is upon us. Of course, we play year round. So uh, excited to get back outside. I actually was thinking last night where we're going to have our first event, because last year when we did it, at the Midwest Golf Dome, we basically, they hadn't decided that they were opening yet. And we told them, hey, we'll come here on April 22nd. They're like, okay, I guess we're opening April 22nd. Okay, Matt. So um, a couple of the changes with both the standings. Well, the standings are brand new, but let's start with the MCGs. Um, I prefaced this a little bit earlier in the podcast. We've changed the MCGs. You changed them a little bit last night. Um, and while they are now on their fifth or sixth iteration, Uh, We're hoping that we're getting close to a final conclusion on them. Matt, why don't you talk about what you've done with the MCGs here uh, this last time?
1: Well, yeah. um, Last time, well, well, okay. Stumbling here. I mean, I basically changed them based off of what we were talking about in email and going only six months back instead of like a year. So obviously that eliminated like a lot of events to drop off and so now yeah i mean it's just still the same i still got the same point system it's just now sure. i've counted like it's been like five events now because go six months back yeah i mean back just the second lily put open
0: So, for example, Anthony Dunkel's uh, win at the inaugural Puttcraft Open on April 22nd of 2021 has now fallen off of the MCGs. It's still in the standings because we're still in that league year. The the league year runs April 1st to March 31st. But the standings, um, or excuse me, the MCGs are different because we're only going back now six months um, so, Matt, I asked you to do this. Um, to me, this felt like sort of what you wanted to do originally is have it more of a condensed look and not such a far back look. Is that correct? Or what was, you know, what was kind of your initial thought of the MCGs?
1: Um you know it's a good question i mean i feel like my what i wanted it to be was has kind of evolved since i really started doing them i mean you know i mean like when i originally started doing them i just kind of did it just for my own you know curiosity and humor and all that sure. you know once you kind of got on board with it it kind of like okay now i'm going to start involving this well it's going to be better if i don't use that versus this and now here we are where we are on my, was the fifth iteration now? And I'm pretty sure this is going to be the final iteration. How and you- I like, it because it's like, it's going to make this MCG is not so static, you know, going like Perfect. a whole year back, you know, it's like you said that on your last podcast is like, I had like no change in the top five. It's like, yeah. well, I mean, that's just the way the points work out. You know, the more data you collect, you know, the less the averages, you know, fluctuate the standings.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I I, I was gonna, yeah, I was kind of gonna ask that, but you just straight up answered it. So thank you. Um, <laughs> y- you know, it it's, you know, with the standings, and uh, you know, I'm 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 gonna kind of repeat myself quite a bit here. You know, it's it's a snapshot of the full year, right? And again, mm-hmm. we're, we're the the Puttcraft League year is gonna start over. On April 1st. And Mm -hmm. the reason why it's important is because, you know, eventually we're going to set up, you know, majors and national tournaments around the league year. Right. So, you know, so it, it is important. And to me, you know, starting over the league year at the end of the year, like at the end of the calendar year. December 31st doesn't make sense. Like to me, the the start of the new league year is when we can get back out and start playing outdoor tournaments again, you know, and with the MCGs, I wanted more of a, a, after the standings came about, we said, Hey, why don't we make the MCGs more of a snapshot of what's been happening lately, right? Instead of that full league year. So Matt, you made them both right with, with some Mm -hmm. input from me. Like, how do you feel, you know, uh, overall they've come out? Do you think they're going to offer an accurate assessment of both A, who won the league, and B, who's been playing really well lately?
1: Are you referring to the MCGs or are you referring to the standings?
0: Both, right? Both. Like, I mean, I, I I think they both tell a separate story and a unique story but you can also look at them together as one like for example sean brown has won the year we know that but he's also won three straight events so he's going to be in first place on both of them you know so do you feel confident with 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 how your data is is telling the story i guess um of of both
1: as far as like the accuracy
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How confident are you that that we're telling an accurate story?
1: I mean, well, I looked at, I mean, I always look at the data after I've made everything before I send you. And I, like I said, I think I feel pretty good about where it sits. Okay. Um, You know, I, yeah. I mean, it's like, I, you know, I tinker with like, you know, how to do the points here and there, you know, just because you know, like and I said, like at the bottom of the standings, I had it not quite updated. And I just thought, well, you know, I, these people should get a few more points because I didn't have it updated right for like the larger tournaments, like the t- ones that were 20 over. Sure. And so I updated that. I mean, that's not significant really in terms of the top, obviously, but my whole point of the standings was to kind of like include everybody that's played the box. You know, I noticed like the MCGs and the player ranking, it's, it really only focuses on the top 10, you know, yeah. top 15, you know, and it's like, it seems pretty centric on that. And it's like, well, it it's, should be fun for everybody. Everyone should see where they stand amongst everybody. It was kind of the whole idea. And actually to come up with it, I kind of got inspired by like the walkabout VR mini golf game because they hold a weekly tournament. And that's how I inspired my point system. I kind of modeled it after that because cool. it put that on. And I thought it would work well with puck craft. And
0: okay, so I, so why don't you talk a little bit about the system that you're using um, you know, for the standings and 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 how your well, let's start with how you're dropping scores, right? Low-end scores. I, just just in general, kind of. Kind of what what scores are gonna count towards your standings?
1: What scores are going to count towards my standings? Well, it's it's everyone scores a score regardless of how they do. It works like the rankings like that, but I made the standings, I gave it its own point system. I don't do the bonuses like I do for the rankings and I kind of condensed down the points so it's a little closer, I guess. And so, yeah, so everyone – so, like, first place is always the same point value. Second place is always the same point value, regardless of the size of the tournament. Sure. Down to, like, third place. And then after fourth place is mostly the same. Um, but then once I get down to, like, those like ones that were pretty low, like the inaugural tournament, you know, it was only seven players. Yep. That but open was only eight players. That's like, well, it's a little bit tough to do it then because there's only so many spots there. So I mean, so I scaled it down based on that. But you know, once those tournaments drop off, I'm kind of hoping you know, these putt craft tournaments are going to be like at least 15 players or more each time.
0: Sure. Nicely. Okay. So talk about how with Sean Brown, who's in first place in the standings, he has 10 events that he's played in but, but the standings are only counting eight of those 10 events. Talk a little bit about that.
1: Well, again, that's inspiration from the VR mini golf where they do, they, you put like every third event or well, every third event, like players are, can drop their worst score. Sure. So, I mean, obviously you have to play enough events to reap the benefits of that. So But so then it's like, but it helps, like, for those, you don't have to play every single week either. I mean, the standings reward regular attendance, but it doesn't apply. It helps ease people from feeling any pressure that they have to play every week to do well. You know, they can still be on an even keel with those that, say, play every week. You know, they just won't get the benefit of getting scores removed. But Yeah.
0: I think that's an, yeah, I think but, that's an important piece. So
1: the standings, I mean, yeah, it, I feel like it wanted to try to like encourage people to come out and try to improve on their standings kind of thing. And, you know, yeah. and it's going to reward the attendance more so than performance, even though obviously, yeah, you better, you perform, obviously the better you're going to do in the standings too. Yeah, you know where yeah. uh, rank, I, what,
0: I'm sorry, Matt, go ahead and finish. I keep trying to interrupt you and I apologize. All right,
1: that's okay. Um, I was just going to say, where are the rankings? It's just kind of more just pretty much based solely off performance. You know, I mean, yes, you need to attend, but the attendance isn't near as important as it would be for standings.
0: Cool. I love the fact, Matt, that, you know, it encourages people to come out, but it also says if you miss an event, it's not going to count against you necessarily. If you do come out to all of them, you are going to get to drop off some of those. So I really think that you found a good, you know, balancing point on there. And, and I'll, I'll give a quick example. You've come out to the last three events. Now I'm talking about you, the player, not you, the developer of the standings.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: you have finished in second place in the last event, second place in the event before that. And then was it fifth place at the first golf zone? You'll have to remind me. Yes, it was fifth. Okay. So you've done very well in your short three, you know, event Pudcraft career, and you're finishing right now in eighth place in the standings in the MCGs. You're in second because you've been, you know, playing really well. Recently, Jason mm-hmm. Peterson is in ninth place right behind you in the standings. He's been at a lot more events, but he doesn't have a single top five finish yet. So that's kind of, you know, striking that really, really good balance of attendance and performance. And then if you look up at the top, Sean Brown's at 196. He's been dominating. He has a really, really, really wide margin between him and second place. So you know, it is a little bit confusing when you look at all three—the player rankings, the MCGs, and then the standings—but I'm going to do a good job of color coding them so that we know which one is which. And um, I think we're going to be totally fine. And and uh, and, and Matt, I really appreciate you putting this together. I, I think it's going to be a really, really, really important addition uh, to the Puttcraft experience. So, thank you. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, I have enjoyed puttcraft very much since I discovered it. You know, our old, you know, Sean put a thing on the Discord channel. That's yeah. how I realized it, and it's like it's a lot of fun, and it's like I want to see it succeed. You know, and if I kind of wanted to do my little part to kind of help increase the, you know, the what am I trying to say? Like
0: the engagement or the experience, yeah. for sure.
1: Yeah, just like, you know, my part, you know, to kind of like, you know, help make it more enjoyable for everybody, I guess.
0: Yeah, and and Matt, I I appreciate it a ton. Um, And, you know, truthfully, um, you can come on the podcast whenever you want. I feel badly continuing to ask you, so... (laughs) <laughs> so whenever you want to come on, just send me a note. Hey, Reed, I want to, t- I want to come talk about this. And then you're on, you've got an automatic date. So, um, but, but, but I feel bad asking people all the time. Cause sometimes, you know, us Minnesotans, we sometimes have trouble saying no. So I appreciate you coming on. I know you've got a super busy schedule. So thank you.
1: <laughs> well, I don't. I mean, I'm probably not going to ask to come on, you know, but I'm certainly don't feel bad to ask me. Sure. You
0: cool. Know, Okay, Matt. um, Well, I'm going to post this uh, on the podcast, obviously, and I'm going to accompany the podcast with the new standings. Um, And yeah, we'll see you. uh, So thank you. And we'll see you on on March 5th at Moose Mountain. All right.
1: Sounds good, Reid.